Hey, Seeker, welcome to the Awakening Her podcast. I am so grateful that you've been led here, and I'm excited for you that you're answering the call to manifest more magic in your life by mastering the law of attraction. So cool. My name is Talia, and I'm committed to cutting the fluff and showing you exactly how to manifest more excitement, ease, success, abundance, confidence, love, and anything else you've been craving. So if you're ready to crack the code on manifestation, amplify your intuition, and play in the quantum, we are now besties. Let's do this. Hey, 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 welcome back to the Awakening Her podcast. My name is Talia Joy. I am so excited to be here, so excited for this episode all about money and abundance vibes. I can't wait to break it down because there's so much I need to share about what it actually takes to manifest more money, especially if you're somebody who feels like you've been doing a lot of work and money is always the one that is continuously hard. And for me, it was such a mystery for so long. I'm doing all this good work. I'm feeling better in my life. I'm healing my shit. Why is money so hard, right? So if that's you, or you've been wanting to know how to manifest more money, the energetics of money and what it is to call in more abundance, this is the episode for you. Welcome. Welcome. You're in the right place. Before we launch in, I just want to say, Hey, Hey, to everybody tuning into the show to all of you people that tune in week after week. I am so thankful. Thank you so much for being around, for pressing play, for giving this time to yourself, and most of all, for being the type of seeker that attracts this information, that attracts this type of podcast. I've been co connecting with so many of you lately and um, hearing you say to me that you relate to my story, that you can relate to what I'm saying, and you feel like I'm you know, someone who understands you. And that is so beautiful because I've spent my life feeling misunderstood and feeling like I didn't belong and feeling like nobody got me and I was the black sheep or the lone wolf or whatever else. So hearing your feedback and hearing that you can relate to either the body image struggles, eating disorder, addiction, feeling not comfortable in your skin, not comfortable in your life, maybe overwhelmed in life, highly sensitive, being an empath, the fact that you can relate to these things, some of these things, most of these things, it just warms my heart because it actually helps me to also feel less alone and to step deeper into this role and move away from the fact that nobody gets me or I'm too much or what if I put it all out there and nobody can resonate and it doesn't help anybody. Um, and I'm just really seeing that there's so many of you that are truly ready for this. So thank you. Thank you for helping me to heal. Thank you for going on your own journey. As you heal you, you heal the collective, you heal the people around you, you help to heal future generations, whether you have children or just in your bloodline, previous generations, your parents, your friends, you know, people around you um, become inspired by your light, become inspired by your recovery, your change, your transformation. That shit bleeds onto other people in the best way possible. You spread your light just like a candle. You come close to another candle and you illuminate it. And that's why we do the work. We don't just do it for us. We do it for the collective and we do it for, you know, 
everybody in our vicinity, everybody around us, especially those of you who have tumultuous relationships with parents or have your own children, like you're healing wounds and generational stuff in every direction. So really good job. Thank you for being here. I'm so honored. Again, my name is Talia Joy. To anybody who is new, welcome. I'm so glad you're here. First things first, if you dig the podcast, come find me over on Instagram at Talia Joy Manifestation. I'm having so much fun over there lately, all my reels and all the things. It's becoming pretty ridiculous, but it is so fun. So let me know you're there. If you take a screenshot of the show and tag me, I will send you a free gift, send you a little thank you, and I'll just be extremely appreciative of the support and, um, be honored to connect with you. So, um, welcome to the show. I am again, Talia Joy. I'm an intuitive, I'm a manifestation mentor. I'm a spiritual teacher. I am a channel. I'm an empath. I'm a human design reflector. I'm a Scorpio in all of the ways, all of the sun, moons and risings. When I found that out, I was like, yeah, that makes sense. Um, (laughs) so I am just excited that you are here and I live on the West coast of Canada. I'm a Canadian on my Island, Vancouver Island. And I'm just really excited to be showing up for you. This podcast has just turned two years old, which is really exciting at the time of recording. We've just passed 67,000 downloads, which blows my mind. And I found on Instagram, a memory or a story from about a year ago, August 1st, 2021. And we had just passed 14,000 downloads. And I was thinking the first year was 14. The second year was 67. Can we even imagine where this is going to go next year? So thank you so much for being here, for tuning in and beyond just the numbers and the excitement of something being successful or, you know, the impact. It's also the message is getting out there. That's the biggest thing I see when I see stats. I'm like, Oh my goodness. People need this light needs to be illuminated. People are soaking this up. That means that our global consciousness is shifting and you are a huge part of that. You are a light worker in the new wave of the light, whether you do something for a job that you consider a light worker, like an intuitive or a Reiki master or something, or you're just somebody who is inspired and wants to change their life and is changing their life and is getting out of the ruts and healing and stepping into their power. That is also a light worker. That is always a hunt. That is also a hundred percent, a light worker. It's you having the light, activating the light, amplifying the light within you, the light, the source, the magic, the manifestation, the universal oneness energy that brings you power as you cultivate that and grow that within you. Not only are you able to manifest things a lot, better, feel better in your life, make the changes you want, whether it's financially in your body in your career, whatever you're able to do that with so much more power. You're tapped into the magic. You're connected with your spirit team and the universe guiding you. You are a light worker. You are working the light. So wherever you are in this journey, whether you're new to this or you're knee deep, you are welcome here. Thank you so much for being here. And it's so very important that you are activating your light. So on this show, we talk about all things, manifestation, soul's purpose, intuitive development. And those are the things that I see as such key elements in bringing together manifestation and creating the life that you're meant for, for people like you. And what I mean by people like you 
sensitive souls, empaths, you manifest differently. You are an old soul. You are a sensitive, you are an empath. And this means that you manifest differently when people are earlier in their soul life. It's a much more physical experience and they can be amazing manifestors and all of this, but it's typically more about monetary gain and sort of stat and sort of the physical, which is great. We want to manifest physically as well. We want the cash. We want the, you know, company or the big goals that we have. We get to have that as well. It's just that the method of manifestation is different for empaths and different for highly sensitives because we feel life differently. So if this really interests you and you have not gone back, I have many episodes about manifesting for empaths. There was even a free, uh, or sorry, a three day event that was called manifesting for empaths that I put on the show. So make sure to check back in the episodes to see more of those because it is different for us. And it's really exciting when you tap into that and realize that your manifestations come more through transformation, awakening, lightening up, healing. That's where your manifestations are going to come over this mantra or this one journal prompt or do this thing five days in a row and say this and do this on a Wednesday, that superstitious manifestation shit can work when you put a lot of focus on it and people can force manifest and people like you um, being sensitive and old soul, you could force manifest. I'm not saying that these techniques don't work, but it's a lot of effort and it's always leaves us with this. Now what? What if this all gets taken from me? Like, okay, I made a $10,000 a month. Now what though? How do I maintain this? How do I feel good in my skin? How do I awaken my gifts? How do I step into my power, right? So you're not just here to manifest the things, even though you do get to have that. You're here to manifest the deep healing, the the um, the magic within you, the joy, the okayness, the happiness that you're meant for in your life. And that is the portal in which you get to have it all. So sometimes we have a little bit of a harder road where you've been through a lot of shit internally, externally, you've, you know, had to sort of fight your own demons in quotes, um, and overcome stuff. And maybe you're in the thick of it. Maybe you've overcome a lot. Maybe you're somewhere in the middle, but that is on purpose because that stuff grows you. That stuff teaches you. That stuff helps you to become the person that you signed up for. The person that can manifest this dream experience, this life of magic, this wild abundance and wild purpose. You know, I overcame a lot. I didn't start off powerful. I started off insecure. I was bullied several times. I had an eating disorder and addiction issues for so much of my life. It wasn't just like a six month party. It was like my twenties and some of my thirties being, you know, lost in that stuff. I guess it was mostly my twenties actually, because I'm 38. I always forget how old I am. Um, and so, yeah, it was probably from about, um, I mean, I, my eating disorder was from the time I was very young. I remember in, I was about eight years old, nine years old. And I remember, already feeling insecure about my weight and asking my mom some really disturbing questions about how I could lose weight and different things at a very young age. But the eating disorder, the addiction, all of that really started in high school, um, got worse and worse and worse and ended up taking over my entire twenties between drugs, eating disorder. Um, I just was not well. I was very not well. I, I didn't like to be in my life. I didn't like to be in my skin. Every day was a battle. Every day was a torturous groundhog day of working out and obsession of calories and obsession with alcohol and drugs and just 
just not being present in my life, not being happy in my life. And when I got to my rock bottom, which I talk about on the show, the very first episode is also all about my story, my rock bottom. Um, when I did reach my rock bottom, everything turned around because I opened up to spirit and I had been going to therapy. I'd been going to eating disorder counseling, but it just wasn't doing anything. I was trying to address the mindset, which is also what we're going to talk about today with money and the interaction between the mindset and the energy. So there's the mindset of things that was trying to be changed with what I was doing, which was great. And I was probably, there was some progress, but my energy, my healing, my not okayness in myself was not changing at all. So my rock bottom led to a spiritual awakening, led to awakening my intuition to a whole new level, realizing what that was, starting to hear spirit, hear spirit guides, really opening up to the the guidance that was pouring through me, the spirit that was pouring through me. And that is what led to my healing. Of course, it was an up and down journey. It wasn't just like one day I had an awakening and I was fine. It's been a journey. But that was the path to my healing was awakening myself. And that's what I'm saying is we are here to, I hate to say it, but experience some really fucking intense stuff because that is what causes so much momentum and light later. It's like the dichotomy of life. It's like, you can't appreciate the sweet without knowing sour. You can't appreciate the good days without knowing the bad. It's built into our experience. We only know abundance or yearn yearn for abundance because we know poverty. We know the opposite. Opposite. So in order to be like, to be sent to those depths to recover mentally, physically, spiritually, and crawl my way out, I become even more powerful. It's like the Phoenix rising from the ashes. It's like the Lotus that starts in the mud and ends up on the surface as this epic, beautiful flower. It's the butterfly that starts on the ground and ends up in the sky. It's built into our experience. So just have comfort in that, no matter what you're going through, the craziness you've been through is directly leading you to your power. And it's also okay to really feel those depths. I never would say like, okay, that's just to be in your power. So just be happy. It's a process. But in that process, that is what we gather. That's how we gather our power. So I teach manifestation. I teach law of attraction, but as you can tell, it's also freeing yourself because freedom is a big part of what drives me. I want all the freedom. I want time freedom. I want financial freedom. I want freedom in my body. I want freedom in my mind. I want freedom in my life, my lifestyle. It's very important. And so I don't believe in just force manifesting because I always end up going, well, now what I manifested that money once, like I said, but what do I do next month? Or why do I still feel like shit in my body? Or why am I always triggered? Right. For me, I want the full package. And I know that you are that person too. The full package is calling you, which is life mastery, manifestation, mastery, spiritual development. That is what we talk about here with the focus of manifesting what it is that you want. So welcome to the show. My intros have been getting longer and longer, um, but I thank you so much for being here. Um, And that was just a little bit about me that bled into what I do and what you'll find on the show. There's so many amazing episodes. If you are new, scan through them, see what pulls at you. I look at it almost like pulling cards. You could scan through and see the title that pops out at you and go listen to that. And that'll be your message for the day. So choose your own adventure with this show. I'm so glad you're here. Let's dive into money and abundance vibes. And 
I've uncovered a lot in the last year. I feel like if I recorded an episode a year ago on money, which I have, it would be incredible and it would be of one understanding. I feel like my understanding has shifted and deepened in this last year as I've created much more abundance, but I've also realized where abundance actually comes from. So I cannot wait to dive in. This is for any of you wanting to manifest more money, whether you're stuck or you're already making six figures and you want to, you know, take it to the moon. You want those millions, you want whatever else. Um, this episode is for you. So let's talk all about money. So I've broken it into three levels of money energy. And I can see how sometimes when you're hearing people talk about money, they're only addressing one of the levels. And that's where I was for so long. And I feel like it's why money didn't become easier for me sooner because I didn't really realize. So let's talk about the first tier of money mentality, abundance, money, energy. And the first tier is all about mindset. And this is the one you hear about a lot. Money mindset, money blocks, limiting beliefs, money stories. This is very important. And for anyone starting out in self-development, maybe spiritual awakening, money mentality stuff, you do need to go through these things because these are the first level, like the foundation of what is blocking you. However, for those of you that have done money mentality stuff, and as I would go into this first tier, if you're like, yeah, I've already done that and money's still not coming, then we move on to the tiers and to get the full scope of what it takes to unlock abundance truly. So the first level is money mindset, your stories, your limiting beliefs, and your blocks. So this is where we talk about what is your, what are your stories about money? If you were allowed to just rant and rave and bitch with no filter and no worries and in a safe space, what would you say about money? Do you say, ah, oh, fuck money. So frustrating. Or do you say money is so hard to make money never comes my way. I'm always scraping by. I never have enough. I can't afford that. I can't afford anything that I want. Money is so hard to make and so easy to spend. I save and then it just goes. I can't hold savings, right? What would you say about money if you were actually allowed? This isn't the time to try to sound spiritual and sound positive. So funny because like my mentor will say that to me. Like this is not the time to sound spiritual. Tell me what you really think. I'm like, fine, <laughs> because that's where the real gold is. So what do you believe about money? And then we also expand this to look at what beliefs were passed on to you from your parents. There's a lot of religious talk around money is the root of all evil. A lot of people were, you know, grew up with that. Or if someone has a lot of money, they were scheming for it. Something is shady. They're probably drug dealers. They probably had shitty, you know, um, you know, something sketchy going on behind the scenes or people that make money, they're smarter than me. I'm not someone who can make money because people that make money like that must be smarter. They must have something I don't. They must be better with money than I am. Um, anything around that. What are your beliefs about money and why you don't have it as a person? I'm not good with money. That's a big one. A lot of people were taught from they were from the time that they were young through random comments their parents said, like, I'm not good with money. And I know many people that as a teenager, their parents would say like, you're not good with money. And they took that into their twenties, into their thirties. I'm not good with money. So where are your stories, my love? And if you, if this is really resonating with you in this top level or in this first level, this is so important because you have to get through this. You can't move on to the other levels without addressing this, or you will be held back every time. And the reason why is the classic law of attraction. 
what you believe or the law of assumption, which I'm going to be talking a little bit more about again, um, coming up in episodes, but what you assume to be true, what you believe to be true is what you will receive. What you perceive is what you receive. So how do you perceive money? And it could be as simple as money fucking sucks. Money's hard. I even hear people, and I'm just going to call this one out. They say, I don't care about money. And I get what you mean, meaning I, if my, a friend is, has more or less money, it doesn't mean anything to me. Or I know money isn't more important than happiness. I'm not going to, you know, strive to make money and neglect my family. Like I get it. Money, you may want to say money doesn't have a lot of importance, but that energy toward it, it's going, okay, well you don't need me. So see ya. Right. Think of money like a relationship. Are you honoring it? Are you wanting it to be around? A lot of people don't want it to be around because they believe more money, more problems, right? They believe that more money is more taxes, more money is more complications, more money is people are going to want it. There's more to deal with. There's more, you know, fees to pay and whatever else. The next tax bracket. We don't want to go up into the next tax bracket, right? So you really want to look at your stories and your energy around money and really getting honest about the stories that you hold. And so if we were working together, you know, we'd have more time to break these down, but for the sake of an episode, I can't go into the entire process of breaking them down. But once you're aware of them, you can ask yourself, is this actually true or is this beneficial? If I'm making my reality true, and I'm always saying money is hard, is there room to shift that? And I know if you've made it to the show, my love, you are self-aware, you are intuitive. You have got to start noticing that a little bit more. And if all the time you catch thoughts or words coming out of your mouth being like, oh, money sucks. Just looking at where you can go. Is this helpful? Is this ultimately true? Or is it just my frustration? How can I be open to shift this belief? And then we get into, you know, reprogramming that, which is like repetitive reprogramming, maybe subconscious reprogramming, hypnosis. But the biggest thing is awareness, is being aware of saying, I want money. I'm saying I want money constantly. It's on my vision board. I'm talking to friends. I'm talking to my coach. I'm in my thoughts. I'm praying. I'm journaling. I want money. But I'm also turning around and saying money sucks. Money's hard. Money never comes to me. So just, you got to be really aware of what you're putting out. And I even do that too. So what I've switched in my life around money is a better narrative first and foremost in that first tier. So when I'm going to the grocery store, I say, I can afford this, even if it's $200 and I'm like, Oh, I hope I have that in my debit or something. There's been times like that where I'm like, no, I can afford this. And I literally can, meaning I can buy that cheese or I can buy that almond milk or I can buy that bar or those veggies and it will physically go through because I'm paying for it. So after I pay and you know, I, I pay debit or credit card, whatever I go, I could afford that. I afforded that. It's just a positive narrative saying I did that. I could afford that versus I can't afford this, right? Well, you're paying for it. You're choosing it. So why not get behind it? I can afford it. I'm grateful that I can buy this organic produce, even if it's not as much as I want, or even if not everything is organic, like don't focus on that, focus on what you can afford. And then also I really like to look at the value I get for things. So when I pay my phone bill, like my cell phone, it's a lot of money, right? We all have cell phones. It's like this bill every month. It's like, Oh man, my cell phone bill or, Oh, it's due in a week. I look at what I get from that. 
I'm able to connect with my clients on the go. I'm able to create images. It's such a big part of my business to be able to do my thing. It allows me to text friends and family. It allows me to go on my banking. It allows me to have a calculator, to have my pictures, my phone is a big part of my life actually. So I'm grateful to pay, you know, this hundred dollars or whatever your bill is per month because it's worth it to me. I'm choosing that. So starting to switch the narrative around money instead of going, Oh, cause to be honest, my love, you can bitch about your cell phone bill, but you're choosing to have a cell phone. So one day I realized like, wow, I'm richer than like 80% of people in the world. If I can even have a cell phone, there's so much poverty. There's so much that like, we get this, you have unlimited data or you're doing this and that, and you're sending texts and pictures and you're posting and you're on WhatsApp. Like how blessed are you? And you don't have to have that. You could take your plan right down. You could do a pay as you go. If they even have that, you could get a freaking landline if you wanted to, but you're choosing to have a phone. So powerfully choose it and powerfully choose to pay it. And that's, what I do with my bills when I'm paying, you know, the bigger expenses, like say my assistant or whatever, I look at all of the work she did for me in the week. I look at how blessed I am to have an assistant and I pay her with a literal actual smile on my face. How blessed am I? Even in the times where I was paying her scraping together from different accounts just to pay her, I wasn't looking at it like a loss. I was looking at it like a gain. And I'm choosing it just like the cell phone. I'm choosing to have her. So let's be grateful. Right. And so now, as I've shared with you guys on the show, I light a little candle. I make it a sacred thing. Even if I'm paying her on the go and I can't have a candle, I take a deep breath. I see her in my mind's eye and all the work she does and all her beautiful spreadsheets and the way she keeps me together. And I smile and I press send and here's your e-transfer or whatever. Like I am grateful writing. Thank you in the memo. Like I make it a good vibe instead of like, Oh my God. Right. Cause you're getting value for the things you're paying for, whether it's your mortgage, your rent, your cell phone. So start to see that. So that's the first tier is your money mindset, the stories you have around money and your beliefs around money. So also looking at what your parents believed about money, the environment you grew up in. A lot of you have heard this stuff, right? Like I grew up, my mom was poor. We were poor. We were on welfare for a little bit. So I really did believe that there was scarcity and that money was really hard to make because I saw her work really hard for us to, you know, just scrape by. And I remember wanting certain things. It's like, we can't afford that or we can't, you know, and I, and I heard that narrative, which is totally normal. We do that to our kids. That wasn't, I'm not claiming that was bad, but I witnessed it. And so I believed that money was hard to make. And guess what? I was always scraping by. And I was reliving that story of all that I knew. I didn't know overflowing abundance growing up. So that was a big narrative I had to work through is like, what if money's not hard to make? It's like, but I saw my mom like working overnights and working at a glass plant and doing everything she could and growing all our food because we couldn't afford things. So it seemed like it was really hard to make, but now I'm growing and I've learned. And what if money's not that hard to make. You know, you can put something up on Amazon and start selling your book. You could, you know, it doesn't have to be hard to make. I could do something I love and get paid abundantly and have it be a joyful experience. Those are the narratives I've switched. So that's that first tier money mindset, stories, blocks, and limiting beliefs. The second tier that then if you move through that, or as you're being aware of that, you also need to be aware of your general attraction point. And this is something that people touch on, but I didn't, it maybe just didn't land for me with manifestation. I was like, Oh, so 
you got to be aware of your general attraction point. And this was my problem for many years is I was working through my money stories. I even remember I was, had a call with a money coach like years ago and she's like, okay, tell me about growing up. Well, she's like, well, you seem very aware. Like, I don't think you have money, many money blocks. And I was like, well then why the fuck don't I have money? (laughs) Riddle me this coach. And, um, And she was like, I don't know, you seem good. I don't know if I can help you. And I kind of remember being like, um, that's weird. If I don't have a lot of money limiting beliefs, what the hell's going on? And I didn't realize my vibration truly matters, not just with other things, not just in general, but money vibrates at a very high vibration. So I love explaining this to people. When we talk about high vibration, low vibration, we're referring to the Hertz scale of vibration, which is the way of measuring the rate at which things vibrate, like physics style, right? Molecules are vibrating. So liquids, solids, you know, your computer is vibrating, your house is vibrating, your, your body is vibrating, and it's all at different vibrations. So as we feel better or worse, our body, our cells actually vibrate at a different frequency. The vibration becomes, um, faster and higher when we feel better, when we feel low, when we feel depressed, the lowest emotions are shame and guilt. Those are the lowest emotions and our cells vibrate at a lower frequency. So because of the law of attraction, we typically always want to manifest things that are in the high vibration realm, which is money, success, joy, health, bliss, you know, relief, laughter, love, sex, connection, intimacy, good food, good music, good times, good vibes, right? We want that, but you have to be in the general vicinity of what it is that you want vibrationally to be a match for it. And this is where we come back to like straight up law of attraction. This is physics. This is like not, you know, um, dependent on anything else other than vibration. What you attract is the same as what you're putting out. What you put out is what you attract. So I was wanting to attract money. I was working through my money blocks, but I was overwhelmed like 24 seven. I was anxious about my business. I was constantly stressed about money and how we we're going to make it work. Rightly so. I have compassion for that me because we were freaking scraping by with two kids at the time, I guess, two kids scraping by. Of course, I'm worried about it, right? I have a rent to pay and all this stuff. So compassion, it's not that you're doing anything wrong. But it is time to just get really honest about how you feel. And I've said this on the show before, if someone was to walk around and just for an example, every 10 minutes ask you, how do you feel one to 10? How do you feel one to 10? Get honest. What would your answer be most of the time? And that number is kind of like straight up. It's not the math they teach you in school, but that number is what you're vibrating at. And so if you're constantly a four, again, rightly so, you might be going through a lot. You might have a lot of legitimate stresses. These things are real. These things are legitimate, but it's also law that how you feel is what you're going to attract. So I was trying to attract more money but I was not floating in the vicinity. There'd be times where I felt good, but very quickly I'd be back to money stress or life stress, body stress, career stress, whatever. And then I'd feel good. And then before bed, I'd be worried about things. And I'd wake up worried about things and like, oh my goodness, I want to buy this and I can't. And I'm trying to do this thing and it's not working. All of those thoughts, all of that, this isn't working. I'm not there by now. My body isn't enough. I feel gross in my skin. Those things are not the same frequency as money. So this stuff, your general joy level, your general attraction point is 
so important. In fact, if you're doing everything else and not this, you won't manifest it. You'll just keep manifesting more of what you are because you don't manifest what you want. You manifest what you are. So what I started doing is carving out more intentional joy into my life. So I've talked about this in previous episodes at my sort of like most stressed with money. I'd hunch over my computer. I'd be like, okay, what program can I make? Because I got to make this money. And it just was not the vibe. And it just makes me feel almost icky because I was just so consumed with money and not feeling good, obsessed with making money. And what I started doing, I got this download from source and it took all the bravery in me and all the faith in me. But I started going like to the river in the middle of the day. It'd be in the summer and I heard this inner voice go, go to the river. And I remember being hunched over like, I can't, I got to make programs. I got to get the sales page up. Like I got to make money for rent. Like how is going to the river ever going to help me? (laughs) And fast forward, I remember fighting with myself and hours went by of like, nope, I'm just going to keep hunching over and my back's hurting and my inner guides like go to the river. (laughs) I'm like, fuck, fine. So I went to the river, I brought like some fruit and some water and a notebook and I went down to the river and I swam and I pretended I was a mermaid and I sat on the rocks and I journaled and I was like, oh my gosh, this feels so good. And when I got back home and later when I checked my phone, when I was at the river, I had somebody reach out to me, say, Talia, I really want to work with you. Like, how does this work? I'm ready to pay. Let's do this. And I remember being like, holy shit. That is source showing me not only because I felt good, I attracted it, but also teaching me a very valuable and very obvious lesson. When you choose to feel good, that is the portal to money. And I was like, oh damn. And every day I started intentionally carving out pockets of joy. I'd go for a walk. I went to the river so much that summer. I would choose to take a break and do yoga or, you know, just feel good. Anything I could do to feel good. And as I started feeling slumpy, I would notice it. I would stop and I would go, what could I do to feel better? I could stretch. I could walk around the block. I could, I could do some jumping jacks. I could go to the river and go to the beach. You know, what can I do to feel better? And so even if you, you know, can't go to the beach in the middle of your job or your work, or maybe whatever's going on, there's always something you can do. You can put on music that makes you feel good. You could meditate. You could, as I say, something like jumping jacks, working out, it switch up, switches up your vibration. But the point here is where is your attraction point from one to 10? How do you feel generally? And because you don't actually have to answer me, you don't have to sound polished. You don't have to try to sound better. You can be really honest with yourself right now in your own mind, in your own body. What is that number? What is your average vibe from one to 10? I want you to be really honest and look around and go, is that what I'm attracting? Am I attracting fives? Am I attracting sevens? Am I attracting fours? Get honest. That is what you're attracting is more things that vibrate at fives and fours and sevens and whatever your number is. And that might not be bad. You might be vibrating at an eight and calling in great things, but you're wanting 10. You're wanting 20. I hate when people do that from one to 10, they go 20. I'm like, well, if you're opening up to 20, then just say 20. Anyways, um, you know, you will be vibrating. You'll be calling in what you're vibrating at. So get honest and You'll see the parallel because it's the law of attraction and it works every single time for every single one of us. So that is the second tier. So the first tier is your straight up money mindsets and beliefs. Your second tier is how you feel your joy level, your attraction point. Money and abundance is incredibly high vibrational. It's high vibe. It feels good. It's abundance. 
it's life. It helps you live free. It helps you be generous. It helps you literally exchange value. It helps you make investments. It helps you to be able to do what you love to get the mentoring or take the classes or do the vacations. It allows you to live your life. It is high vibe. Money wants to help you. The energy and frequency of money is that of love and light and helping you. So if you want to manifest more money, you have to be vibrating at a higher level, at a level of joy, at a, at a, and have your attraction point getting up and up and up. And that needs to become your work. Like I said, I fought myself to go to the river instead of sending out emails because it made no logical sense. How can I make money from the river? I make money from putting out programs, from putting out offers, from trying to figure out my next offer, my next service. No, actually money mostly comes from your vibration and then gets funneled through the physical actions you take. So first it's my vibration. If I came on this show, low vibe, not feeling good, not believing in myself, not selling myself on myself, <laughs> you would not want to keep tuning in. You wouldn't want to hire me, join a program, join a workshop, whatever. You wouldn't want to be in my vibe because you'd feel it. And something in you would go like, Neh. but because I show up here, high vibration, the physical programs I put out now just channel the way that I attract abundance or the opportunities to work with me. They come through those physical channels, but the physical channels without the energy you're smarter than that. You're more intuitive than that. You wouldn't even consider working with someone if their energy was a one, but they had a program like think about it, right? That's not what draws you in. It's the energy. It's the same with money in general, the way that people hire you or you get promoted or people buy your product, your service. It starts with your energy. And even if you don't have streams of income personally, maybe you're a stay at home mom, or maybe you, um, just aren't, don't have a job right now. Money can still come to you when you feel high vibration. And that's something that we need to open up to as well. Sometimes you can realize that in your storage locker, you have that thing you could sell or someone could randomly a friend be like, Hey, we're looking for extra hands for painting this summer. Do you want to pick up a summer gig? Or someone could be like, are you still making jewelry? Like you'd be great at this farmer's market. Like you have no idea how money's going to come to you. You could meet someone, the love of your life that has a ton of money. Your husband partner right now could get a promotion. And all of a sudden you guys have a lot more money. There's so many ways money could come to you, whether you have a job or not, your job is your attraction point and your joy level in this tier. So the next tier, which is the third tier, the last tier is about your receiving energy and my love. I want you to hear me. How open is your heart to receiving, receiving help from people in your life, receiving love, receiving compliments. There's a, an episode right near the beginning of this show. It might be like six or something like that called receiving. You can, if you want to dive deeper into that, it explains all of it in a whole episode, but how open is your heart? How open are you to being supported? How much do you relate to? I'm unsupported. I don't have support around me. Nobody cares. If you relate to those things, which there's a part of me that relates to those things that I'm healing, which has really helped me to open up my money is I felt unsupported and alone my entire life. 
What I didn't realize is by feeling unsupported and alone, not only is it low vibe, like we're talking about, but it blocks support from the universe because I'm walking around going, I'm unsupported. I'm unsupported. I'm alone while simultaneously walking around going, where the fuck are my people? Why is nobody here? Where's my spirit team? I don't feel connected to spirit. Where's my money, right? Do you see how those contradict each other? So you need to start opening up to being supported. The people in your life that are trying to support you, that are like, Hey, you know, if you need anything, let me know. And you never let them know, or you're moving and you're just trying to do it all yourself and not ask anyone for help. Cause you don't want to be an inconvenience. Or maybe it's your spouse or your partner or friend. That's like, Holy shit. Like you look good. Or that painting's amazing. Or you're so gifted. And you're just instantly go like, no, 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 I'm not that good. Right. That's all your receiving energy. If someone says, you look beautiful today, or that's a beautiful shirt. Do you go like, oh, this old thing, right? And throw that compliment right back at them. Or no, you're the one who looks beautiful, right? Do you downplay these things? How open and receptive are you to gifts, to support, to um, love? If somebody's offering to, to help you, do you just assume that now you're going to owe them or that they're in for something shady or like just looking at your energy around receiving in general? And if you feel unsupported in your life, it's a huge part of not having financial stability, financial support from the universe, from clients, from this life. Maybe you're not getting paid enough at work, or you could charge more for your services, or you don't have a job. Any of these are like, you're unsupported. You're not getting enough, receiving enough money. It's because you're not receiving enough love. So it's time to open that heart. Open up to people around you. And one thing that I started doing that changed so much for me is every time I received a compliment or anything that helped me, whether it was from my husband, from friends, from a client, I took a minute and I still do this. I take it the fuck in. And any of you that have been on calls with me, you probably know that when you take a moment to go like, Talia, I just want to thank you so much. Like you've changed my life. Like you're really doing good work. And you take that moment. I look at you in the face and I stop and I take it into my cells and I say, thank you so much. That means so much to me because there was a point where I wouldn't, I'd be like, oh, well, you know, everyone's doing this or no, you're the one who's been doing the work. And it's true. You're the one that's been doing the work, but I can still receive that compliment and go, maybe I am helping people. Maybe this open channel is for a reason to help many, many people. And I'm going to receive the fuck out of that. Or when people say like, you're such a great parent in my mind, I'm like, oh my God, you don't see the drama behind the scenes, the overwhelm, the time I'm snappy at my kids. So I instantly want to be like, I don't know, like, I'm not that good of a parent, but I'm like, wait a minute. My kids are healthy, happy, really intuitive, very aware humans that can carry adult conversations and really like vegetables. And we have great, um, talks and their thoughts. And I'm like, okay, maybe I am doing a good job. Yes. I could always be better. Yes. I could, you know, I, as I heal, I help to heal with my children. I'm not perfect. They would never say I'm perfect, but maybe I am doing a good job. Instead of throwing that compliment back, take it in. So the third tier of money manifestation and abundance manifestation is allowing in things that are in the same frequency of money and abundance, which is blessings, which is miracles, which is compliments, love, love is everything. God is love. The universe is love. I remember I used to like 
shy away. Like people would say, God is love, like associated with Christianity. And I was just at that time, I was like, you're all a bunch of sheep. I don't believe it, blah, blah, blah. And now I come around to be like, yep, God is love. That is the love frequency. That is the source frequency. That is the frequency of the highest being. Love can heal everything. So letting love into your heart, allowing yourself to be complimented. If someone says you're doing a great job, take it the fuck in. It becomes your assignment to stop and take it into your cells, to listen, to put your hand on your heart and let it in. Or if someone gives you an unexpected gift, don't be like, oh, you shouldn't have, right? Like take it in. Because if you don't let people support you, you rob them of the opportunity of supporting you. And imagine if you had a friend that needed help or you were like, she's moving or she just had a baby or, you know, they're going through a rough time. I'm going to bring them over food. And you open the door or you, you know, you go to their door and you have this lasagna or something and they open the door and they're like, no, thanks. And they close it. Imagine how shitty you'd feel. But what about the contrary? They open the door and they're like, oh my goodness, thank you so much. Oh my God, babe, we have a lasagna. We're totally going to eat this tonight. This is perfect. Oh, this is so nice of you. How good do you feel inside? How good do you feel supporting others, helping others? People are trying to do that for you, including your spirit team, including the universe. So let it in, my love. And your assignment becomes letting it in in other areas of your life. Receive the love, receive the pleasure, receive the compliments. Open up to maybe you are doing a fucking fantastic job. Maybe you do look great. Maybe you are a good parent. Maybe you are like doing a great job in life. Don't throw that stuff back. So this, this third tier is your receiving energy in general. And this is why when we just look at money blocks, like after we've gone through this journey together in this episode, you see that just going to money blocks is leaving out so much of it. You can dissect, like I was saying, I dissected all these money blocks and I'm not saying I'm perfect, but I'm very clear in that money belief channel but I wasn't having a very good energy, um, like a, an attraction point. My attraction point was not high and I did not receive money or sorry, receive support, receive love easily. It's been an 11 year journey with my husband to even truly sink in that he must love me a lot and to really accept that and really believe that in my soul and rest in that just rest in. He's not going to leave you. He's not going to this, not going to that. And I know shit can happen in life, but a lot of time we have a guard up to not trust people, to not fully give it our all because it's hard to receive love at that level. It's hard to receive compliments. It's hard to receive, you know, maybe a friend's like, oh, I'll come over and help you and I'll be back in the morning to help you. And you're like, you can't do that because that's, I'm putting you out. And they're like, no, I want to, you know, let them, let them help you. So this, this is what I was not doing. In fact, I was turning around and constantly saying, I'm unsupported. I'm alone. Nobody cares. And now that I've moved so far away from that, that used to be my life. It makes me emotional to think about it because it truly was what I believed to be true. And it was blocking me from money, from abundance, from miracles, from success, from freedom, because it is all the same frequency. So open up your heart, receive more compliments. And every time you do, as I was saying, I made a point to receive everything. So I don't remember if I even finished this full sentence. Every time my husband would say something, he'd get me something. He'd be like, oh, I brought your tea. In my mind, I'd go, you're supported. There you go, proof. Little things. My bestie would send me a message. Hey, bestie, just checking in. How you doing? I'm like, there I am. I'm supported. There's somebody who loves me. And I did it almost obsessively. 
where I'm like, okay, and this client paid $22 for a workshop and this client paid $700 to work together. This client, I'm I'm receiving, 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 receiving compliments, receiving gestures, noticing where I am supported. I ask for a sign and I see 111 and I'm like, there's universal support. There's spirit team support. My dad checks in with me. Hey, just thinking about you. There's my daddy loves me. I'm supported. I had to rewrite that story to open up my heart. So I know there's something in there for you. And that is all of this stuff I'm talking about, my love. If you're resonating, if you're tingling at this, this is your pathway to abundance. So it's frustrating because it's not the one, two, three, just do these three money block detoxes. But what you can do as we wrap up this episode, what you can do is first and foremost, look at your narrative around money. That's the low hanging fruit. How are you talking about it? How are you thinking about it? Switch it into, okay, money is everywhere. Like literally my neighbor has a million dollar home or this person has a fancy car. You know, people are paying for $300 of groceries in line. Like money's everywhere. All of these buildings cost money. All these cars cost money. All these people have money flowing through them. Money is everywhere. Money is kind of an unlimited resource as well. There's always being more printed. There's always being more zeros added to whatever bank accounts. The stock market's going in and out and up and down. It's truly unlimited. You could have billions of dollars and not drain the money amount of the world. Look at Elon Musk. Look at all these people, right? Money's pretty much unlimited. So it's an unlimited resource and you are cracking open to find more ways to have it flow to you. So instead of money sucks, it's money is everywhere. And I'm figuring out my channel. I'm opening up my channel to bring more abundance in, whether it's through my business, through my mindset, through my family, through neat creative solutions that have yet to come. I'm opening up. And that's what I always believed is deep down. I'm like, I'm finding my way. There's got to be a fucking way. Doesn't mean it wasn't frustrating, but now that I'm here, I look back and I go, yeah, that's truly what it was. I had to switch from money is a, a limited resource to money is an unlimited resource. That was huge. So really pay attention to those money blocks. Next, look at your general attraction point, that one to 10 exercise, just getting really honest with yourself and doing little tiny things that raise your vibration. If you're like waiting for someone, you know, your husband or your roommate or someone doesn't come home for half an hour, put on a song, have a little dance party after a workout, do some stretches, jog around or whatever, like elongate your joy, bring in little moments of more joy, stop at the beach on your way home or in a little trail or a beautiful Canyon and just get out and take a deep breath and look at the views instead of just driving by, bring some joy into your life and tell yourself, I haven't said this yet. This is so important to any of you that are still listening. And to the end of this episode, you guys get all the nuggets at the end, but as you're doing it, say to yourself, this beautiful view is helping me to make more money is helping me to attract abundance. This feeling good energy is helping me to attract abundance. This water I'm drinking that feels so good in my body is helping me to attract abundance. Say this to yourself, start to rewire because it is the same frequency. I'm telling you, it is what made all the difference for me. All the difference for me wasn't about all the work about money. I moved past that. I was past that. It was about my attraction point, and then really being aware to consciously receive more love into your life. Notice when people help you, if you're in line at Starbucks and someone's like, you go ahead, be like, boop, I'm, that was a plus. That was somebody being kind. Look, I'm supported. I get to move up one level in the line. You know, you find a $5 bill or you, um, find, you know, even a penny, um, or a dime. It's like, 
I just found abundance. I'm being supported. Money is coming to me. When someone does a kind gesture, like I said, my husband brings me tea. He might bring me tea every night. So every night I'm like, look how supported I am. Or the other night I was like, babe, can you get up and get me my back trigger point release thingy? My back really hurts. And he's like, yeah, no problem. I'm like, look at that. I'm supported. Instead of just like, I'm not going to ask him because it's a burden. I'll just get up and everything hurts. And I'm just like, he could have just got it for me and he would love to help me. So allow that in, whether it's it's your parents, your friends, your lovers, your children, take it in, take in the love that is around you and the support that is around you and notice how you are supported. So all of this is money vibes, money and abundance vibes and calling in more. And if you do have a business, look at how you can bring these things into your business. So look at your attraction point, your joy level while you're making posts, while you're going on Instagram, while you're creating content, look at how much you're receiving love and support and intuitive downloads as you create, as you are in the energy of your business, receiving your clients, love, receiving input from the universe on offers to offer next intuitive downloads that come through feedback from your team. You can infuse all of this into your business to make your business a more efficient money machine to really make more money and really call in abundance. And the last, last, last thing I'm going to say is abundance is not just money. Abundance is life. Abundance means flourishing. Abundance means many of it's a plethora of right. An abundance of clouds in the sky. It means a lot of, so really just looking at the pluses in life, looking, that's why I'm saying the support, the guidance, the love that, that flows through, that is the same energy as abundance. And one thing that I did as well, that really helped in this, in this shift. And these are all the little things I did that made big differences, but I would look at all the leaves on the trees as I've shared before on this show and go, every single leaf is abundance. Every single blade of grass is abundance. There's an abundance of people. There's an abundance of threads in my shirt. There's an abundance of coffee beans in my, in my coffee bag, in my home. There's an abundance of plants in my office and there's an abundance of cells in my body. There's abundance everywhere. And I'm opening my heart and opening my channel. And that is the channel in which abundance flows through for you as the seeker, as the old soul, as the person here for more, you are learning your greatest lessons. And if you can tune into this frequency of abundance, it will mean an abundance of love, an abundance of support, an abundance of health, an abundance of creative solutions, and an abundance of money. And don't you want it all? I want it all. And you can have it all. And if you feel the nudge to work with me, it means that we have a soul contract and now is a great time. My rates are going up soon. I have a few spots available for fall for one-on-one mentorship, either the 30 day voice memo support with a call or three months of working together. We can talk about what works best for you. You can check the show notes below. If you do feel called to work together to really manifest, um, what it is that you're here for to master this current level in your awakening and your spiritual development and really take everything to the next level. It would be an honor. So check everything below. I love you so much. I hope this episode resonated. If it does come over to Instagram, check the show notes below, find me. Um, let's connect. I'd love to hear you listening to the show, your feedback and all of the beautiful, um, vibes that you offer. I can't wait to connect. So I will talk to you soon. Seeker. I will see you in the next episode.
Hey, thank you for listening to this episode. It truly means a lot and I really, really hope that it served you. I invite you to check out the show notes. There's all sorts of action down there, including the Awakening Her Daily Practice, which is a beautiful daily practice to process your emotions and manifest what it is that you want. In the show notes, you'll also find the Awakening Her Manifesting Apparel Store, how to reach me on Instagram and Facebook, as well as some one-to-one opportunities. So make sure to check that out and I'll see you in the next episode.